Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where I take your business from right now to fabulous in less than 30 minutes. Today's episode, episode 11, was absolutely inspired content. It comes from a Facebook Live that I did after I made a major, major mistake over and over on my podcast. More about that in a minute. I hope that you're going to listen to the episode. Every one of these episodes gives you actionable tips, strategies to increase your online visibility, grow your social media, and pinpoint your marketing. Be sure to sign up to get my free consultations. If you want to grow your business, sign up at bit.ly forward slash chatbonnie or for help monetizing your podcast, bit.ly forward slash podmoney. This is episode 11, where we discuss why my online friends are the best ever and over-editing my podcast. Let's get started. Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs get visible online and grow their businesses from right now to fabulous with your host, Bonnie L. Frank. This former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur has produced over 2,000 live broadcasts and has coached business owners worldwide. Each week, Bonnie shares actionable, effective, and proven social media and marketing strategies that help you get seen, get heard, and get paid online to propel your business forward. Now, onto the show. Online friends are like none other. They are seriously like none other. I had something happen to me yesterday. This weekend was like just filled with epiphanies. And I had something happen yesterday. And I thought, this is a podcast episode for sure. Two different people reached out to me yesterday, two online friends. These two people, one man, one woman, they don't know each other. They uh, live in two different cities. Only one of them has met me. They both reached out unsolicited by me, and they reached out because they really, truly care. They reached out because they've listened. They've probably listened to hundreds of my live streams over the years. I've done thousands. On my podcast, I say I've done 2,000, and then I started thinking about it. I've done more than that. Anyway, I've definitely done thousands. So um, they have probably listened to hundreds of those, and they were to hundreds of those live streams, sorry, and they were listening to my podcast episodes, and they were like, you know what? I need to tell Bonnie, this podcast doesn't sound like her. I'm going to explain. So these two people have known me for years. One has known me virtually for about five years. The other one, uh, four years. Both have followed me online. I've interacted with them over live streams. Oh my goodness, oodles and oodles of times. Uh, I was on one of their podcasts. I met one in person at PodFest. The other one I haven't met yet, but hopefully will. And um, so we've had many interactions over the years most of which have been virtual. The vast majority have been virtual. And most of the interactions have been just like David and I are chatting here on a live stream, right? Where I'll be live streaming, he's commenting, I will address the comments. And they said, your podcast doesn't sound like you. It doesn't sound like your live streams. And one of them said, you are so passionate when you talk in person and when you speak on your live streams, which is true. I'm passionate about everything, love or hate it, 
If I love it, I love it to death. If I hate it, I hate it to death. I'm passionate about everything. You know that. So, you know, she was like, but that's not coming through in your podcast. And both of them asked me in a really nice way. They both asked me who was editing my podcast. And I was like, me, I'm editing my podcast. And one of them said, you know, when you speak, when anyone speaks, there's pauses, there's stops. And he said, when you speak, they said, you know, that passion doesn't come through your podcast. And um, the he said, the male who reached out said, you know, when everybody speaks, there's pauses, there's stops. There's some wait time. And he said, you especially, you do pause when you speak. You're giving so much content. You need to have, you need to give the listeners some time to actually soak in what you're saying. And so like you can listen right now when I'm speaking, I do pause. And sometimes I pause on purpose and sometimes I pause because I'm trying to get oxygen and I'm old, but I do pause. And when I was editing and woo, I was having so much fun editing. I was just Marie Kondoing my podcast all over the place. I was like, cut, 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 delete, delete. I'm just going to clean out all this air. Oh my God. It ended up to sound very robotic. It ended up to, to taking the me. I literally, oh my God, that was so loud. I literally took the me out of my podcast. I literally took the me out of my podcast. I took the passion. I took the inflection. I took the pauses. I, I took the expression. I took everything that makes me me right out of my podcast so that anybody could really have been just reading the uh, the copy of my podcast. I mean, I don't write anything out, but but they could have been reading the transcript of my podcast and reproduce my podcast probably in exactly the same way. There was no more me in there. And I was, oh my God, I was seriously so thankful, so, so thankful that these people reached out to me. I told them, I was like, Thank you. I was thanking them profusely. So what did I do? And yesterday when they reached out to me, I was editing my podcast. I was editing episode 10. And episode 10 is all about repurposing. It's 25 different ways that you can repurpose your podcast or any piece of content. 25 different ways. And I'm going to be doing that with this exact episode that I'm live streaming right now because hello, live streaming is one of the ways to repurpose it. So I'm live streaming my podcast. I'm going to strip the sound from my podcast. So the live stream is one, the podcast is two. And then if you listen to the podcast or read the show notes over on my website, uh, you'll see some of the others. The podcast details all 25. The show notes just give some. Uh, my show notes are like bullet points. All my episodes are under 30 minutes. And this one actually I edited down to 28. Before I started editing, it was about 31. But I did not over edit. I took their advice. I kept the pauses in there and it sounds like me. I'm so, so excited. I am going to go back and re-edit episodes one through nine because I'm anal that way. I'm not looking for perfection because I don't have perfection in episode 10 either. I'm not going to have perfection in this episode. I'm not a perfection person, but I'm not a professional editor, but I can edit 
either too much or just the right amount to make sure that my voice is in my podcast. And I'm going to make sure that my voice, that the me is in my podcast from now on. So that was, oh God, it was such a gift this weekend. It was absolutely such a gift. And so both people reached out to me unsolicited. I didn't ask, say, hey, you know, what do you think about my podcast? I've never asked anybody what they think about my podcast. I've, you know, asked a couple of close friends to please listen. And one I knew would give me feedback because I gave her feedback on hers. But I, you know, I really haven't. And they, they both, they both reached out to me unsolicited, but because they care and because they know what I normally sound like and because they knew I could do better. If they thought that's it, Clearly, podcasting, she should get rid of it. She should be done with podcasts. But, you know, if that was the, the case, they would not have reached out. They would have just been like, oh, well, she was a much better live streamer, but uh, oh, well, the her best years are behind her now. But they knew that I could do better. And that's why they reached out to me, because they cared. They knew me, one, only in person as of March, and before that, not. Both had known me virtually and had followed me and had listened to me for years. So they know what I typically sound like, and that podcast wasn't me. That podcast, the way I was over-editing it, the content was totally me. Content's great. My content, I got never have a problem with content, but... I was over-editing it. God, I made myself sound like a robot. If you want to hear really, really bad editing of a podcast, feel free to listen to episodes one through nine. I am going to re-edit them, delete the old, bring in the new, so that those will slowly over time disappear. But if you want to hear a real botch job, feel free to listen. When you reach out to friends, and, and this is, this is the reason why I wanted to talk about online friends and then our real, they're not always real friends in person. You're close, the people who are closest to you in real life are always going to try to keep you safe. They're always going to try to keep you safe. They don't want to see you hurt. I don't want to see me hurt. But they don't want to see you hurt. And they are probably, unless it's like that best friend who can tell you anything and you will take it and you will tell him or her anything and they will take it. And, you know, you've got like, you've got that kind of relationship and that is rare. I have that with only a couple of people you've got and that's rare. Unless they're like that. And that's the BFF. Unless they're like that, they're not really going to tell you what you need to hear. They're going to tell you what you want to hear or they're not going to tell you anything at all. So a lot of times the people closest to us, our family, our friends, they're trying to keep us safe. You know, maybe they've seen us sad and maybe they've seen us mad. Maybe they've seen us gone through, as we say in the old country, Michigas, crazy mixed up things. Maybe they've seen chaos in our lives and they don't want us to suffer anymore. And so they just want us to be safe. They just want everything to be okay. They don't want us to cry. They don't want us to be sad. They don't want us to be depressed. Well, that's wonderful. I don't want me to be any of those things any longer either. However, these two people took a risk and told me, and it's always a risk. They took a risk and they were like, you know what? I know she didn't ask me, but I'm going to tell her because I know her. 
I know what she usually sounds like. The content is still great, but it's not her and people are going to not listen because of the sound. Therein lies the difference. That's the huge difference between live streaming and podcasting. Live streaming, you see somebody going through your feed and it's a live stream and if you like them and you know them and you trust them or any of those things or you're just interested or they're acting wacky and you want to see what's going on, you're going to click on it and you're going to listen. Well, on a podcast, if the sound is not good enough, and it could just be the sound or it could be also the production, the editing, hello, my mess up. If that's not good enough, they're going to go away. And the likelihood of them coming back is very slim to none at all. It's exactly the same as if on your website, for example, a link doesn't work. Like if somebody goes to your website, everyone check your links. It, when somebody goes to your website, if they want a freebie, if they want to download or if they want to sign up for like a strategy session or if they, I don't know, whatever it is, they want to see how much a course costs. I don't know, something. And they click on it and the link doesn't work. The likelihood of them reaching out and emailing you or DMing or PMing you online is like non, it's like non-existent. You're never going to know they were there. You're never going to know they were interested in buying that thing or getting that thing, whatever it was. And they're probably very likely also not going to tell you the link doesn't work. I always tell people links don't work because I know I want to know when they don't work. So please, if my links ever don't work, please, dear God, let me know. A lot of you know that I started a gratitude journal. So I write in my gratitude journal, just any, any old journal will do, a, a sticky note will do, a piece of paper will do, anything. Your hand, write it on your hand. Write it on the bathroom mirror and something that will erase. So yes, I wrote in my gratitude journal this morning about that, that now I'm much more aware of when I self-sabotage so that I can, what we call course correct, I can fix it. Doesn't mean I always fix it, and it doesn't mean I always fix it totally the way I should, but I'm much more able now to recognize when I'm self-sabotaging. And I've, and that's what David's talking about. You know, when you, you, you're like, you're scrutinizing yourself so much. It's like you're, you're crazy making, right? You're making yourself so crazy about I can't do this and it won't be perfect and I need to do this and that and the other and I don't know how to do this and that and the other yet. And so I'm not even going to start because all I'm going to do is thinking of, is think about all the this, that and the other and then I get nothing done. So yeah, self-sabotage is huge, 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 huge. And it's so much a part of why most people never become an entrepreneur and why most of those people quit. Most people, the vast majority of people who start a business, who are entrepreneurs, they start a business, quit within the first six months. Hello, open the door. Those are the hardest six months you're ever going to have. So quitting then, quitting when it's the hardest, once you hang in there, it's going to get easier. Hello, yes, it really will. And I have passed the five-year mark. Over 90%, well over 90%, never make it to five years. I knew I would when I started five years ago on, uh, basically on July 5th of 2014. I knew that 
I would succeed because, but I knew I was going to succeed because I simply wasn't going to give up. I was not going to give up. I was going to do whatever it took to succeed. And sometimes it was really, really hard. I have a clean podcast, so I'm not going to curse or say anything close to it, but it was really hard. And that's one of the reasons why I started a gratitude journal on December 1st. And all I start with every morning is I have a five by seven journal. I just buy them wherever I buy them and blank journals. And I start with, I'm grateful for, I date it and I write entry number, whatever. And I'm grateful for, and then I just write a page every day. I'm grateful for, I start exactly the same way and I write my page and I end it with XO because I give myself a hug and a kiss on the journal at the end every single time. And I talked about self-sabotage and I talked about how I'm much more able now to recognize it and I can course correct. Doesn't mean I always do it. Sometimes I literally, I'm like, you know what? I know I'm sabotaging myself. I know it and I'm just gonna do it for the rest of the day. And literally I acknowledge it to myself in my head silently. Um, sometimes I do talk to myself, but usually when it's self-sabotage, I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking to myself, I'm just gonna do it for the rest of the day. Yep, I am. I'm going to wallow in my own self-pity. I'm going to not move my business forward. In fact, I'm going to move it backwards a little bit for the rest of the day. And then I'm going to get up tomorrow. I'm going to start again. I'm going to get up tomorrow. I'm going to make my bed. Here's my morning routine. I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to drink my coffee. I'm going, it's frothy coffee on a good day. And drink my water. And I write in my gratitude journal. And I move my body in some manner. Even if... I have a day, and I've had many of them over the past three years, even if I had a day where I'm wallowing in my own self-pity or I'm self-sabotaging and I know it, sometimes I'm still like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm not going to move my business forward today. And I knowingly do not move my business forward today. And maybe I knowingly eat that bag of barbecued potato chips. So sometimes I do that. And then you know what? The next day I get up, I do my morning routine. I make sure that I have, you know, maybe more water that day and maybe some smoothies with some things in it that are going to make sure that all that salt doesn't stay in my body. And I try again. One of my clients yesterday and another virtual friend did a great live stream all about shame and guilt. It was fabulous. I shared it on Facebook. So if you go through my Facebook feed, bonnie.frank.3, don't ask, but that's my personal feed. That's what it is. Then you'll see it. Her name is Christina Wall, and she did a great live stream all about shame and guilt. Online friends are the best. Virtual friends are like none other if you want to learn about repurposing your podcast, if you want to learn about repurposing your content, that's what this past episode is. It dropped yesterday. It's episode 10. I give you 25 different ways to repurpose your content, 25 different ways. So I don't care what content you're talking about out there. I use the example of a podcast, but it could be any piece of content. And I give you loads and loads of detailed strategies to repurpose that content. Nobody's got time to do everything a million times over. Repurpose your greatness. Thanks so much for tuning in today's episode of Business Fabulous. I hope that you'll take this challenge. Today, I want you to really think about something that you've been over-editing. In other words, something that you've been working so hard at, and maybe you're doing it a disservice. 
Maybe you're over editing your podcast like I did. Maybe you're spending way too long writing emails to your list. Maybe you're spending way too much time creating graphics on Canva. What is it that you are over editing for your business or for your life? And if you like the content in my podcast, I would love for you to share it on social media. So what's the easiest way for you to do that? The easiest way is whatever platform you like, take a screenshot of you listening to my podcast or shout my podcast out and tag me. Tag me on Instagram at bonnie.frank or at Business Fabulous Podcast. Tag me on Facebook, tag me on LinkedIn, tag me anywhere you like. Let me know, shout it out, let me know what you like. I'd love to hear it. Remember, together we are Business Fabulous. Until next time and as always, I'm grateful for the opportunity to help nurture that spark inside of you to become Business Fabulous.